excited to be in church this evening. I'm excited. God bless everybody here. So this month is relationship month. It's relationship month. And I, I love, it's our marriage month and also relationship month. And I, and I love relationships. Let me just say that. I love relationships. I don't look it. I don't look it. Because <laughs> I'm always frowning. But I love relationships because relationships, meaningful relationships, have brought me to where I am today. Great, I have great relationships in my life. I have a great support system that has helped me, strengthened me, led me, helped me to where I am today. And tonight, we're just going to be praying for our relationships. Is that okay? We're gonna, you see, you can't do it alone. You can't, there's no how you can go far without good relationships. And everybody deserves a great relationship. Do we all agree? No. Bible says in the book of Exodus chapter 4, it said two are better than one. There must have been a reason why God, God looked and said, it is not good for man to be alone. You know, we, yes, it is tailored towards marriage, but it's also tailored towards life, generally. It is not good for anybody to be alone. Bible says two are what? Better than one. They will have a good return. A good return. A good return. When you have a great relationship in your life, what it means is that you don't have to do things alone. You don't have to look for help alone. He says they will have a good, this one's, uh, King James says, good reward for their labor. I like the next verse. I like the next verse. Why I'm taking our time to, tell you, to, to show you this scripture is so that when you pray for meaningful relationship, you're praying to go farther than you are right now. Praise God. It says, for if they fall, the one will lift up who? His fellow. He says, but, please give me an IV. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth. For he hath not, he said, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help. You see why it's important to pray for relationships? Even in your own personal life, just pray for all your, pray for your spouse, your friends, the people that have brought you to where you are. Pray for them. And also invest in them. Who wants to take our time to just pray for meaningful relationships this evening? I just want you to lift up your voice. And just begin to pray. Father, begin to, if you can remember that your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your department, that person in your department. That has, that has come true for you. This night, I just want you to pray for them. Pray for meaningful. And if you feel like you don't have, you can actually pray for great friends. You can pray for great relationships to come your way. People that can take you farther. People that can help you lift your burdens. People that can carry your burdens for you. Meaningful relationships. It says two are better than one. They will have a good reward, a good return for their labor. Oh, rekedu sopo shatala balikatu sapraniya tusikitu shataliyala. Mimbrune mokus. All the relationships in your life that are meaningful, I want you to just lift them up this evening and just say a word of prayer for them. Rekedebodo soto prune minitush. If you remember their names, call their names. Your wife, your, your, your spouse, your partners, your business partners. Your neighbors. Meaningful relationships. Two are better than one. They will have good return. A good reward for their labor. I pray for all my friends. Their path shines brighter. They move from glory to glory. They have help. They have help. All my brothers in the Lord. 
marvelously helped by God. Favored by God. Favored by God. Exceedingly abundantly. Favored by the Lord. It is well with them. All my brothers in the Lord. My wife. My Blessed and highly favored. I call you strong. God helping you exceedingly. Men showing up for you. Meaningful relationships. Pray. And, you're, and as you're praying, I want you to now pray for yourself too. That you will be a blessing. You will be a blessing. Oh, you will not be a taker. You will be a giver. Meaningful relationship. Two are better than one. Two are better than one. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. If your friend is standing beside you, look at him or her, tell her, I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah. Just tell them I appreciate them. And tell them, I got you. Now look at the one that is not yet your friend. I tell them, welcome to service. I hope to start a meaningful relationship with you. <laughs> Let's all see them, everybody, as we make welcome the world's greatest choir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I may not know what you're going through today, but I know a lot of us may be going through one thing or the other. We are just here this evening to encourage us, to tell you that even though you can't see God walking, he's working, and he's working things out for your good. Hallelujah.
church in Jesus name we're going to be praying for a few minutes and I just I wanted to share something with us projector if you can give me Hebrews 11 Hebrews 11 from see verse 33 it's a bit of a long read but please just stay with me Hebrews 11 from verse 33 so in preceding verses he had talked about all the amazing things that different men had done in the Old Testament Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel and all the prophets but from verse 33, if you can give me NLT, it says, By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fire, and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. 
I hope you guys are understanding the gravity of what these people did. That's how powerful these guys were. It says, women received their loved ones back again from death. But others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. 36. Some were jeered at. They laughed at them. And their backs were cut open with whips. Others were chained in prisons. Some died by stoning. Some were sawed in half. And others were killed by the sword or with the sword. Some went about wearing skins of sheep and goats, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over deserts and mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. Now it says, all these people earned a good reputation because of their faith. Yet none of them received all that God had promised. Because Christ had not come to die for them. Can you imagine? They, got, they went through all of these things, yet not one of them received what it, what it is that God promised them. My favorite part, verse 40. It says, for God had something better in mind for us. So that they would not reach perfection without us. Ha. Do you understand what you just read? Bible says, for God had something better in mind for us. That's for you and I. So that them, they, those guys, despite all the great things that they did, would not enter or reach perfection without us. So now we're going to pray for ourselves that our eyes will be open to really understand what God did for us. See, sometimes it's easy to take it for granted. Sometimes it is. I was telling someone, I think it was yesterday, that when Jesus Christ said that we still need faith on earth, sometimes we, we, maybe we, over, we magnify that thing too much. Maybe it's not talking about we like to meet Christians. It's a question of the Christians that we meet on earth. You know, what's, what will be the quality of their faith? You understand? He can't explain that you not meet believers, but what will be the quality of their faith? So tonight you're going to pray for yourself with all the passion inside of you that God opened my eyes to see what it is that you have done for me so that I can walk in the faith that you have destined for me. I'm not hearing believers pray tonight. Come on, open your mouth and with a passion from deep within you, pray to God that your eyes are open, not just tonight, but on your faith walk with God. That you will enter into the perfection that he has created for you. That your eyes are open. Your spirit man is open. That when the word comes forth, that you receive with the fullness of joy inside of you. That his word will transform you. His word will change you. In the name of Jesus. Ah, my faith journey. My faith walk with you. is quickened. is strengthened. In the name of Jesus. My eyes are open to the finished work of Christ on the cross. I behold it. It is clearer to me. And so I walk in it. If the guys in the Old Testament could do this many things, I do more because I have Christ in the name of Jesus. I say I do not walk ordinary anymore because my eyes are open. I submit myself to you. I submit my will to you. I am open. I am available to you. I behold the very things that you have done for me. I behold the work of Christ on the cross in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hey, thank you, our helper. Our faith cannot fail. Our faith produces in the name of Jesus. We mount up with wings like eagles. We run and we are never weary. We walk and we are never faint. Lord, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Our helper, 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 we thank you. Open your mouth and thank your own helper. If you are being helped too, if you are being helped, hallelujah. Oh, if you are being helped, the Bible says that King Uzziah was marvelously helped 
Hallelujah. He was marvelously helped until he became powerful. That's where God is taking you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Have your way in our midst tonight. Oh, glorify Jesus. Lift Jesus high. Oh, speak through me, your servant, Lord. And our ears are open and we hear. And we'll be doers of your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you know you have been marvelously helped by God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that. You can sit down. Who have just sat down sharp, sharp in case. Hallelujah. I know who have planned me today. Say, this man, whatever you are planning has failed. Hallelujah. The Bible says that King Uzziah was, did you me find that scripture? Was marvelously helped. Hey, until he became powerful. Have you seen that scripture before? DJ, can you find it for us? Is it there? Praise God. This is not the message, oh. Hallelujah. Look at this. He said, and his, where is it? Okay. King Uzziah, he said, and his name spread far abroad, for he was marvelously helped. Hallelujah. It's one thing to, re- to be giving help. It's another thing to receive help. There's help in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. There's help in the Holy Ghost. See, there's help in the Holy Ghost. So receive that help. Receive that help. There's help. There's help for you. Receive it. So don't let your heart be troubled. Praise God. Don't worry about anything. Everything, God will sort it out one by one. God will sort out all his children. I'm telling you. Ah, and this is where God is taking us until we become powerful, become great. Praise God. Marvelously helped. So when people ask you, you're able to say, ah, I've been helped by God. <laughs> Isn't that not beautiful? You tell people, I've been helped by God. They ask you, how did you get here? I've been helped by God. How did you get this kind of contract? I've been helped by God. How did you marry kind of fine girl? I've been helped by God. Hallelujah. God, God is helping you today. He's helping you. He's helping you. Hallelujah. All right. Okay, so we're starting a new series throughout this month. So October is our month of marriage, Abby. Hallelujah. Yes, it's our month of marriage. Some people think that in this is outside here, it's only marriage we talk about. <laughs> Praise God. There's one, one uh, father of a bride, you know, that was giving them wahala. When he, came, he was still angry up to wedding day. Your anger, keep your anger to yourself. Your, your daughter is getting married. He was still angry up to wedding day. When we were talking to outside, he said, Look at only married. Then we're having, I think it was October or so, we're having some marriage. It's only marriage. <laughs> Hallelujah. We do other things here. Praise God. All right, so October, October is our month of, month of marriage, okay, of relationship actually. All right, so here, so in this month, um, we focus on relationship, all right? So we're starting a new series, He Said, She Said, okay? It'll be interesting, all right, so today I'll teach a little. Then from next week, there'll be Q&A. I'm sure we'll have questions, Abby. All right, so there'll be Q&A sessions from next week. So please don't miss. Remember, I said last week that, um, you know, this, this uh, Wednesday services will be quite, will, will be different and interesting. Hallelujah. All right, let's see um, Genesis 1:27 quickly. I don't have so much time. But this evening, I will not get where we go now, Abby. Abby, Genesis one twenty seven. He says, "So God, look at these guys. Okay, you know, men and women were different. Abby, do you know they were different? Like, how kind of question is that? The world, the way the world is today, eh? Do you understand what I'm saying? The way the world is today, we are not sure. We will know, Abby, but they are not sure. But it's an agenda. Satan has an agenda." And the Bible says that we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. So we are the ground and the pillar of truth. So the truth should proceed from us. So wherever you are, ensure that you, are, you have a voice. Don't lose your own identity as a Christian. So you can speak up for Christ wherever you are. You can stand up for Jesus wherever you can say the truth wherever you are. Hallelujah. So there's still a difference between man and woman. See, there's one confession I confess with one of my children. You see, the word, has, the word is getting so somehow. I confess to, about my sons, my son and my daughters, that my son will like girls. 
Is it not a good confession? Eh? Oh, if you don't agree, let me see your hand. Okay, if you agree, let me see your hand. Ah, see hands. And I confirm one of my daughters. I confess, I'm not joking, no. That this one, they will like boys. I don't mean plenty boys. You know what I mean, Abby? Uh-huh. Because we don't understand now. Hallelujah. So God created man in his own name. In the image of God, created he what? Him. Look at it. Male and female. Oh, Satan is wicked. Male and female. See, eh? Whatever God has done is what? Perfect. You can't change it. God has said they are male and female. I created them. If you try to, or if you try to add to anything that is perfect, it becomes what? Imperfect. You have spot, you have altered that perfect state. Hallelujah. So, I mean, while we, we are different, we will remain different. They asked one anthropologist, maybe it's a Christian guy, but I love his answer. I forget that I shared it. They asked him that this, this year, this gender question has been settled already by the Bible. Man is different from woman. And they asked this anthropologist. And they said, well, he's on the way we answer the question, no? A hundred years from now, when we are all dead. Is there anybody here that will still be alive hundred years from now? Is there anybody here that wants to be alive hundred years from now? Some people want to say, ah, I shall not die. And they're all like, I shall not die. Brother, calm down. You must die one day. Praise God. So hundred years from now, when we are all dead, all right? And they are, maybe they are doing one kind of research. And they excavate your body. There's only one verdict. The bones we are, the body will show that it was a man or a woman. There's no binary. There's no she, she, or he. You know how they are doing it now. Is it that you are, a, who can help me? All manner of things now. So you are whatever you are. Whatever you say you are, as a man thinking it in his heart, so is he. Praise God. So set out line to attack what God has done perfectly. And, let, and let, me, let me share, tell you why, okay? Okay, just, I'll just quickly run through it. Number one, Satan wants us to doubt the reality of God's word. If you, because if you can get you to doubt one area or to question one area, you can question all the others. That's his ultimate plan. To disprove the Bible, to disprove God's testimony, to disprove the witness of the Holy Ghost. That's his, that's his plan. If you can doubt one, you can doubt every other one. I can't spend too much time because of, because of time. All right? The second one is Satan, Satan knows that when we recognize our difference, differences, all right, between a man and a woman, a husband and a wife, we become a lethal force. We become a very strong force against him. Because we're not able to maximize our differences and channel it to achieve greater things. Hallelujah. So look at the Bible. See that Satan came from Genesis chapter 1 when God created man, created everything. I don't know how man must have stayed, you know, walking alone. But I, but I believe that it must have been plenty years. All right? When he was walking, naming animals, naming all the fishes, everything. Until God said, it's not good for man to be alone. And God brought a woman. Do you know see, that it was after the woman came that Satan came and started attacking why didn't he attack before? Why didn't he attack only Adam? No. When he saw the woman, and he saw that these two of them, or right, the two of them combined, they are bringing a synergy that can cause me more commotion. In the, you see, one plus one in the world of synergy is not two. One plus one is ten. It can be, any, it can be, it can be infinity. The Bible says, once I chase a thousand, two what? Ten thousand. So Satan fears when Two people, two, two, when, when the couple or when the male and female recognize the differences and they come together, he fears it. Hallelujah. Genesis 1 verse 28. So when Adam and Eve come together, it's synergy, like I said. But when Adam and Steve come together, it's a curse. Did you get that? Adam and who? Steve. Hmm. Because of time. All right. So the third one is, all right, why is Satan fighting our differences? Genesis 1.28. I love the Genesis 1.28. To limit our fruitfulness. You see, and God blessed them and said unto him, see, see, they, they see him, them together, and said unto them, be what? And 
Hallelujah. Be what? Please now say where now. Be what? And let me tell you, that's a command. That's why I know that you must be fruitful. I would not get it. This is a command. When God, God said, let there be light and there was what? Let there be this and there was that. So he has also said to man, he said, he has also said to us, be fruitful and multiply. That's why you can't be small. It doesn't matter where you are right now. There is a command over your head, over your life. You have no choice but to be fruitful and multiply. So you multiply. Hallelujah. Look at all the people that God worked with. None of them were small. They may have been small when God carried them home. Hey, Jesus. They were all small. <laughs> but when God was done with them, they were, mighty, they were mighty nations. Hallelujah. That was it I want to limit us. To limit us. Because together he blessed them together. And he said to them, be fruitful and multiply. So when he can, be, when he can get us to begin to, to, to question our differences, then he knows that we will not actually achieve that height that God wants us to achieve. Hallelujah. So, see, now, now this, this is applicable even outside marriage. Okay? Even the world said they have come to realize that companies, for example, companies, companies that have women in their board, you know that they are more productive, they are more efficient. Check, go and go, go and check, go and check. They are more productive, they make more profits, they are more humane than companies that don't have women in their board. Go and check. In fact, research has also shown, reality, and I can tell you, this is my trade, that when you have a woman in your factory, that factory performs more when you have all male. You will expect that the women have been not so, not lie. The presence of women in the, on the shop floor, on the factory floor, they call, they call it shop floor, the men become more... Pro- I don't know whether they want to impress the women. I don't know. I don't know. But they are more productive. So, when you have a woman in your factory, you guard them. You want to showcase them. This is the world has come to understand that. So, Satan himself knows. So, when he's fighting, he's not just fighting it only in the church. No, he's fighting more outside to limit our fruitfulness. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, there's something... In my office, we are, we are doing something this week. We call it People Week. All right? And then, um, so I gave one of my guys, one of my very sharp guys, to come up with a program, you know, do the whole plan. When the guy brought, great guy, by the way, sweet guy, when he brought the program to eat, hi! When I saw the plan, hi, straight jacket. Mm, this is a man. And I said, ah, Oga, I told the Oga, you are like me. Poor of us were the same thing. I said, let me call that women. Call that women. Put them on the team. Let them come. When, you, when I brought in some women in, in the team, the plan that they came up with, Jesus is Lord of Israel. It was totally different. When I had a review meeting yesterday, something that we had agreed to do, I didn't see it. I, I just realized that one of my team, one lady, I called her, I said, Madam, you were not in this meeting, you were not here. You see, I said, I, I, said, I know myself. I'm a man. But with you, you were, it's true, true, she was not inside the last minute something. So, Satan knows that this would be a better place if we understand our differences. He's not just fighting against the church. I hope you're aware. It's against man. It's against man. So, anything. So, he's ready to pull down any institution because of man. Hallelujah. He says, the thief, he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, he's, he, that, that's why he's engineering this movement, feminist movement. Hope you are aware that feminism is not a bad thing. Go and check the dictionary meaning. Not a bad thing. But it's the way Satan has hijacked it. Hallelujah. He has hijacked it. To say we are all equal in everything. Oh, men are not superior to women. Are we aware? Is there anybody that is not aware? Men, are we aware? We are not superior. In fact, eh? Women are, let me whisper, they are even smarter. Yeah, it's true. It's true now. My wife, my wife will ask me some things. Some, some things. The way I'll be thinking about it. She has asked me, oh, the way my brain will be going, be like, hmm, She now asked me, okay. She now asked me again. I asked you something. I say, yes. And I learned that, okay, the way I can come out there is to say, I am thinking. 
Hallelujah. But, so, when I'm gisting with my wife and she's doing another thing, I've learned that, no, don't worry, just keep talking, keep talking. She's on her, she's flowing. So she can be doing another thing, you know, I don't mind, don't, before I used to bother those days. But now, don't bother. She can be talking and be doing, she's hearing me. But me, if you're talking to me, I have to leave everything and be looking at you like this. So when she's talking to me and I'm distracted, you say, yeah, oh yeah what did I say just now? You happened to me yesterday. What did I say just now? I missed the thing. You say, you're not listening to me. So women are, do you understand what I'm saying? The way they have been built, must understand it and maximize it and use it to our advantage. Hallelujah. So sister knows this. So you try, we want to put all of us in the same basket. We can never all be in the same basket. That's why we're different. Hallelujah. So the Western world is facing an identity crisis right now. They are facing it. <laughs> and it's, uh, if we're not careful, God forbid, not in our, not in our time. If we're not careful, it is coming down. If we're not careful, it's coming down. So initially, some of those saying, Bobby, you know Bobby does, Abby? You know Bobby, you know they call Bobby does? You know Bobby does? Some people don't know Bobby does. Who? I don't mean Bobby doctor. You know, there are no Bobby doctor. No, not that one. Those guys that behave like women, that dress like women. Let me talk like my father. It's risky to be mentioning names. I can't mention it. Very risky. Some people, just some people are laughing here. I don't understand that laughter. I just said that. It's a very innocent statement. Hallelujah. You see, there was a time that it was very irritating. After a while, we begin to laugh, Abby. After a while, we begin to accept it. And that's the idea. Before you know it becomes like, okay, yeah, yes, nothing in the day. It's normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. So that's why for those of you that want to go to Canada, go abroad, please make sure you pray well. I'm begging. All right? We're not against it. All right? But make sure you are, you, you are because the um, projector, show that. I'm sure you are, I'm sure I want to believe that you have all seen this. All right? Show that picture for me. Have you seen this? Who has not seen? Let me see your hands. Okay, let me educate you. Some people say, oh, no, I don't know what will happen. I don't want nothing happening. Governor Gavin Newsom has signed a bill into law. This is October here, all right? October here. To make California a sanctuary state for children seeking transgender medical treatment. Long and short. Long and short. What happened? Okay, you see, Abby? So long and short, let me just, let me just say it. Long and short, it's simply saying that your child can go to school in the morning. <laughs> and come back in the evening. There's no genital again. And the state will protect that child. Oh yeah. That was simply saying. Signed into law. So you don't need the permission of your parents. No more minor. That this child is a small child, cannot make that decision. No. If a child says, just say, I mean, yeah, I just watched one movie. I watched one movie last night. How this guy just changed, and they are bombarding the children. How did the guy just change? Just go to school. Look at me, that teacher. Teacher, I want to be a female. Straight from there. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Straight to surgery. You come back in the afternoon, they say, your, your, your child is sleeping. He's coming. He's sleeping. You wake up and say, Daddy, I'm not a woman. A woman. And this one is irreversible mutilation. You can't change it back in the future. Can you beat that? So please just be sure. All right? This is the world that we're living in. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're different. So we're different. So let me just share with us quickly. Yeah, calm down. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> I'm, say, I'm not going again. <laughs> I'm say, lie, lie, I will go. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. So just to reinforce our differences, okay? Why, how are we different? Okay? All right? Um, if, if you look at Genesis 2, I think 2.27, it said the Lord God, please, let me find it. I wrote it down here. Just, I, don't, I don't know where it is. So the, Lord God, uh, the, the Lord God formed man, all right? That word formed, formed all right? The Hebrew, the Hebrew uh, word is yatsa. Yasa is like to squeeze something, okay? 
just to mold, you know. You know how you mold, how they mold something. Have you seen, have you seen a potter molding before? How they, they beat the pot, they beat it, they mold, you know, squeeze all, all sorts. That's how a man would, that's why men are naturally rugged. All right? Rugged. That's how a man can stay and not. I don't know how men do that thing. Hallelujah. I'm not among them. Praise the Lord. I don't know how. Do you understand? Just like, as if it's a trophy. As if it's a sign of maturity. I know bad for two days. Hallelujah. That's where it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not our fault. You see how we are made, Abi? Rogge, yatsa. Someone say yatsa. If you see any man, you say yatsa. But when it came to the woman, you see, a woman has been, he said for the woman, the word, the word they would use was um, waiben. Waiben means to fashion something. You see fashion, Abi? To fashion something. To make something. Not not uh, to, to build, not make, to build, to construct. That's how we're different. Hallelujah. And so when we recognize this different, it helps. You now recognize that, oh, according to First Peter 3, 7, indeed, my wife is a weaker version of me. Not, not, not weaker in content, so don't get it wrong. Remember what I said, Abby? Yeah, but in terms of, you know, physique and everything. So it is not now to now begin to use that to oppress the woman. So you see some men, the way the, the, men, the men beat their wives. You know, it still happens, Abby. Mm. Sometimes another woman, they cause them. Let me put another twist to it. I remember. Pastor, okay, Pastor, let me share, let me share the pastor's story first. So Pastor, here with me on the island, the island pastor. He shared the, I had my head that before. He shared it yesterday. I was listening to his message yesterday. And he said that when he was, you know, he's a worry guy now, Abby. You know, Abby? He's a worry pastor. But he's a good worry pastor. All right? So he's a worry pastor. So he said, no, I worry the true words now, you know? So when he was in relationship with his wife, he talked to the wife, oh God, if I slap you, when he said it, the way my sister looked at him, the way Ogo looked at him, in brain calibrate, say, hmm, you know, they tell this kind, tell this one, this kind of thing. So nobody will tell you to respect yourself. Abi? And sometimes it's also how you, you see, when that kind of thing happens and you keep quiet, some people manage, I don't want to, ah, when it, if it will not happen in Jesus' name. But if you know anyway it happened, let them shout and make noise. Oh, yes. Oh, don't, don't, quiet, don't keep quiet, oh. After I finish listening you, come and buy you gifts. It's a lie. Or from relationship. He's already telling you, if I was you, and you say you are still listening to him, you are laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry for you. You better draw the line there and there. Or, if you see that he said, he's run away. Because if you will say it before wedding, when he marry, guess what? He will was at you. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, when, if it happens, I tell you, no, it's not happen. It's not happen. Not you now, you know, advice of friends. If it happens, don't keep quiet about it. Because a lot of people, lot of people keep keeping quiet. Maybe they are going here. You keep quiet. You are chopping it every day. And you come to church on Sunday, you are bouncing. Don't bounce. Don't bounce. Shout and cry. Make noise. Report him. Report him. Report him to the authority in his life. Report him to pastor. If you cannot reach pastor, go to his office. Go and report him in his office. To his ogre. Oh, you are saying, oh, I don't want you to lose his job. You want to lose your life? Go and report. Yes, go and report. Maybe that will help to recalibrate his brain. No matter how hungry a man is, Mopo slap you. You go slap Mopo back. So why do you now say, hey, I lost my temper. Lose your temper for Mopo outside. If they born you were. No. So we also condone some things. Yeah, we also con- I think I should, you know, also condone some things. I remember when I was dating my wife. And we're playing, you know, just play, oh, I think she hits me or so. Inside play, not that kind of, you hit me, I want to hit you back, play now. The brothers, I, should, I don't know if you remember this. Her two younger brothers, I can beat them. Oh. Her two younger brothers. They, they say, hey, hey, don't try it. Ah, 
want to time now. But the way they, it was reflex, so not like your plan. Two of them, the way they reacted. So we said, I give myself brain. This one, if I try and they go beat me, two of them will gotta beat me. <laughs> Hallelujah. So please don't cover. Okay? Alright? I'm the please men, men I beg. She's not a oh Jesus, you don't know something. No. Some people, eh? You are beating your breakthrough. That woman is your door. It's Satan, you just blinding you. You are in your office, you are mumu in your office, oh. you are messenger, you enter her house, you are a lion, lion of the tribe of your house. Go and do lion outside and come inside and lead. I'm telling you. So Satan is just keeping you in that bondage. You cannot prosper, you can't move, you can't see far. Maybe you haven't gotten some miracles and breakthrough. If only you know what you could have been getting. That woman is your door. That woman is your door. So if you need to inconvenience yourself, inconvenience yourself. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So please, our job is to protect. Our job is to protect. Okay? Not to, not to oppress. Oh, Jesus, see my time. Hallelujah. Okay, let me just quickly, let me just quickly round up. Let me just join everything together. Hallelujah. But are you getting something at all? <sighs> okay. Okay. So look at reasons. So let me just move to, let me just, let me just jump to, um, okay, what we must do, all right? Ephesians 5, okay? Ephesians 5. So our needs are also different, Okay. Our needs are different. That, 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 I, mean, what, I mean, what women need and what men need are, are also very different. Okay? Ephesians 5. That reinforces our differences. Ephesians 5.25. Okay? DJ, help me. All right? A, man, a man's major need is respect. All right? Please respect. Okay? For a man, respect is like food. I'm telling you, respect is like, don't worry, why women so, why? And that's how God has made us. For us, respect is food. You know what I'm saying? Don't be angry, please. But it's the way God has made us. The same way for a woman, love is food. A woman wants to be loved. Abby, she wants to be cared for. Okay, let's see. Husband, love your wife, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Okay? You see that God was, you see that God didn't tell the woman, the woman to love the husband. Did you notice that? He said, what woman, submit to your husband, Abby? All right. So, God, was, God is trying to address or help tell us to do the things that is not coming naturally to us. So for a man, being romantic and being loving does not come to us naturally. So for a woman, submitting as well does not also come naturally. Because many times, the women are more smarter than the men. Many times. Sometimes they even get money past the man. Abby, uh, I'm talking to those single guys now. Some people, single guys now. They want, okay, it's not, not, not in this easy. They have very great, great guys. Good guys. Great guys. They're not targeting women that have money. Yeah, yeah, very good. Hallelujah. <laughs> it is well, oh. All right, so our needs are different, all right? So for, for, for a man... The man's, need, the man's major need is to be respected. If you, cannot, if, if you know you cannot submit, then you have no business getting married, please. If you can't submit, you have no business getting married. Because sometimes you have your will, you have your dreams, you have everything, you might need to submit. Hallelujah. And for a man as well, it's about loving your wife and putting her first. So submission and loving is, no one is easy. Hallelujah. But with his help and the strength of the Holy Spirit, we can make it happen. Hallelujah. But let me just say this quickly about, about submission. Submission is like stooping to conquer. Have you, have you read that book? Yes. Submission is like stooping to conquer. Have you heard people say, that no matter man, a woman rapper, he what they control them. Have you heard it? And they're not fighting, they're okay. And the woman is doing some things. I don't mean that, I don't mean that negative thing, okay? She's doing some things. 
There are many times in my house, many, many times, I will say, never, this thing, never, I will never do, never. I will just keep quiet, no problem. But I now found out that it just hit me one day. I've shared this story many times. Even to today, it just hit me one day. Ah! After the recounting, some of the things I said, never. After that, I was going back to go and do them. And I was doing it like it was my own idea. So I, I was so moved. I went to her. Babe, you have been reporting. I, I, I was very serious. I wasn't joking. I was like, I was serious. You've been reporting me to God, Abby? You reported me to God, Abby? She was like, what happened? I said, because I found out that I'm going back to go and do all those things. She said, hey, when I tell you something, you don't agree. I'll go and pray now. And I said, God, he's your son. Talk to him. And the one that God talked to me, is not is better. And I and I think that's Rema. My Kabasuta. I come and tell my wife, babe, babe, we are doing this thing. And she will, she will not say, I told you so. She just keep going. Mm. And I think that's my own idea. Now, if I check back, she has said it before. So Apostle Kate said, Men, we are we move by inspiration. The, this year. <laughs> it's true, it's true. This year is decoration. <laughs> I'm telling you. This year is decoration. I'm telling you, forget. Marriage women can marry am I lying? Married women. Hallelujah. So when we're inspired, we're inspired. So you feel like we come from you know, you feel like a man of God. I'm telling you, it's such a good feeling. When God has told you, meanwhile, I shall be telling you since that is stopping to conquer. So it seems as if the, the woman is controlling, but the truth is that really she's actually the person controlling. But just like you are in the driver's seat, but you are, you are not really the person driving. There's somebody who is driving, but you feel that you are driving. And everybody's happy. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so for a woman, for a man as well. Let's see, 527. Let me round up with this. Ephesians 527. Very powerful. 527. Look at this. Look at this, guys. 27. 27. DJ. He said, love your wives. 27. I say, that he, okay, the way he husband love your wives, and Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Look at this. That he might present it to he who? Himself. To who? To who? I want to, I want to say it well. To who? To himself. Not another person, no. To himself who is loving. To a, a what? Glorious church. Not having spot, wrinkle, or any such thing. But that should be holy and without blemish. So I've learned that when, you, when we love our wives, when you love your wife the way Christ loved the church, to you, your wife has become like an angel. This will happen. And this, this is exactly how Christ, Christ, had, Christ is loving us so much that he can present us to himself. So the same thing for a man. Hallelujah. So our job is to, is to work in these things. So if we recognize our differences, we can understand each other better, serve each other better, and indeed, service is the core duty in marriage. If you know this, you will know peace. Have you been blessed tonight? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we rise up this evening? Can we rise up this evening? Please, for, the, for those of you who are sing, single ladies, all right, please don't marry somebody who doesn't have any authority on his head. He's a beast. He's a monster. All right? Make sure that he has somebody that he, that he genuinely reports to. All right? I feel I should say this. That he genuinely reveres. I don't say fear because fear is not the right word. But reveres. All right? Someone that when, they, when, when the person sends him a WhatsApp message, he's already like, ah, what's happened? <laughs> I remember that when I see that text message, just WhatsApp, just jets, jets, only jets. I begin to, hey, <laughs> what happened? And you must have those type of authority in your life. Mm. Otherwise, the man, because sometimes the brain, it's in the, you know, that's crew. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just talk to God this evening. Talk to God. So talk to him. Ask him for grace. Ask him for grace. That you stand strong. You stand firm. Even in this world. That you be that pillar of truth. 
You be that witness that God is looking for. God is looking for witnesses. You be that witness that He's looking for in the name of Jesus. Oh, that God will give you grace. Grace to love. Grace to love. Grace to love your love your wife in the name of Jesus. As Christ is loving the church. Grace to do just that in the name of Jesus. Grace to submit as well. Oh, grace to submit. Grace to recognize that we are different. That we are different. And maximize that difference. And maximize that difference. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. If you are here this evening, you are not born again. You are not born again. The Holy Ghost is ministering to your heart right now. That you need to, that you need to make a decision. I want you to just put your hand on your chest. Place one hand on your chest and raise your other hand. Let me see if there are people here who can pray with. We are, if you are here, you want to get born again. The Holy Ghost is ministering to you tonight. Lord, we give you praise. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Just stretch your hands toward the communion table. Stretch your hands toward the communion table. Stretch your hands toward the communion table. There's grace. Hallelujah. The Bible says the life of a thing is in his blood. Praise God. So whatever, so what we're taking is the very blood of Jesus. Uh-huh. The very blood, the very body. Father, we thank you. Oh, we partake of your body and blood and we receive your life. We remain a part of you in the name of Jesus. Every sick cell in our body dies in the name of Jesus. Every sick cell dies in the name of Jesus. Every habit dies of Jesus. Hey, thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. 